Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. We are back again on this Tuesday, the 15th of June, 2021. Uh, so glad you're back as we continue to toy around with this set trying to find exactly where we want everything we got kind of a new deal going on and i know y'all don't want to hear about this every episode but every day we analyze this place and try to find uh the uh the 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 best setup that's going to bring you the best product that's all we're doing we we worked for a long time on lighting today um moving stuff around moving and shaking that's what we're doing uh, we've, uh, we've done a lot. We, we've done a, a whole lot. One thing I am excited about is this Friday, when we do our Friday Night Live, we're gonna have some new capabilities on that front, and it should make for a, a very good product. And, and a lot of you people have reached out to us. A lot of you guys have said, hey, we really like the Friday Night Live, the way it's structured now. And so know that it's not going to change structure-wise. It's still gonna be a hangout deal we're just going to have the ability to do more things with it, whether that's play you video clips or, um, you know, we've even got sound effects that uh, we're able to, to use now like this. You are fake news. You know, stuff like that. And, we, and we're, we're putting all that together and we're going to make sure we, uh, we bring you the best of the best. First off, Vapor Forge out on 280. You know the drill. That's right, 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham, 205-874-9010. Was hanging out with my buddy Tony today, and those guys are rocking and rolling. I, I, I'm telling you, it, it, it's a testament to what they do. They are so good at what they do, not just the products. They're, they've got the best of the best. they got the best prices, but they're just down-home friendly people. Uh, the, the people that patron that place absolutely love those guys. And uh, you, as a member of the Over the Line family, I encourage you to stop by there. See if they've got anything that maybe you would like. Maybe you're not a vapor. Maybe you're a smoker. This is the thing. If you're a smoker, you have no reason to not go down there and at least give it a shot. Okay? Because I promise you, and this is from experience and talking to countless people that have been through the same experience if you switch to vaping from smoking, it will change your life. I promise you that. There's plenty of people out there that are like, oh, yeah, no, vaping's worse. It's all bullcrap. Every bit of it's bullcrap. It's actually 100 times better than smoking, right? So go do it. Go check it out. Vapor Forge out on 280 right next to Bailey Brothers. They gonna hook you up. Also, don't forget about Patreon. Some of you Patreonies. Already a part of this. If you are not a part of this, you have the opportunity to do so just for a small donation, as, as low as $10 a month. As of right now on Patreon, everybody's getting the same exclusive content no matter what they donate. That will eventually change, and the higher tier you get, the more stuff you get. But for right now, as we're just starting off, that's the way to do it. So $10, $25, $50, $100 a month, whatever you want to do, whatever is on your heart, go to patreon.com slash Andrew McLean who, and that will uh, that'll prompt you to, to, to donate. And it's a monthly deal. You can cancel anytime. If you want to do a one-time donation or you want to just test it out, whatever. 
but you do get exclusive content that you can only see on Patreon. So go check that out. There are several things that I wanted to talk about today. Um, one is Governor Greg Abbott from the great state of Texas has invited Trump to visit the border. Trump has allegedly accepted this offer, which means Donald Trump will visit the border before the president or vice president does. That's right. Donald Trump is being more of a president than the president. That's number one. Number two, we got some shady things going in Georgia as far as the election is concerned. 2020 election, Brad Raffensperger, Secretary of State, has come out and said, well, yeah, we can't find these documents on the chain of custody for the ballots in the drop boxes, so now we're going to have to go. He's, he's all of a sudden concerned with the fact that there was fraud in some form or fashion going on in the 2020 election in Georgia, especially in Fulton County. So now he's going to try to go do something about it. Now that now that the election's over, now that it's all said and done, he's going to do something about it. Remember when we got shouted down for alleging that this was happening? Now it's happening. We're, we're, we're four months in to the Joe Biden presidency and all of the stuff they told us that we weren't allowed to say that it was the big lie, it was false information about COVID. What a, all those things are turning out to be true. Every one of them. It's just like yesterday's podcast. Trump released a list of all the things he was right about. It's all this stuff. We knew it. And we were labeled as evil, hateful, race monger, anti-science, Trump tards because we said it. And now it's true. Also, I encourage you to go as far as COVID goes. Go watch this clip of, um, who is it? John Stewart. I think he's on Stephen Colbert's show. All of a sudden, he's he's jumping, jumping on the, uh, uh, the, the, the COVID, the Wuhan lab, um, the Wuhan lab leak, the theory that it came from a lab and not from a bat. He's all of a sudden all about it. You know, 18 months later, he's decided, uh-oh, duh, it came from a lab. We all knew that. Well, why didn't you say something earlier? So he's trying to jump up in here and take credit for, you know, something that he had nothing to do. Why didn't you speak earlier? Why why didn't you bring it up? Why is just now you're trying to jump on the train because everybody now realizes it? You're trying to save face? What's the deal? I may even have this video. I'm kind of looking for it right now. Uh, and I do not have it. There's so much stuff here. Oh, here it is. This may not be a very good quality video, but let me, uh, let me give it a shot anyway. This is Jon Stewart on, uh, Stephen Colbert's show. To science. Science has, in many ways, helped ease, uh, the suffering of this pandemic, uh, which was more than likely caused by science. So, and that's kind of all of it. No, 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 no. Now, listen, listen. I'll, it's I'll, coffee. I wouldn't I'll, do that to you. What do you mean by it? Do you mean like so there's, there's, a, there's, there's a chance that this is created in a lab as an investigation? A chance? Well, I'm, I, so I, 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 oh I, my God. I'd love to hear there's a novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The 
Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. That's just, that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then the national scientists are like, how did this, so wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan respiratory coronavirus lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed the turtle. And you're like, no. Yeah, so now uh, John Stewart's all on top of it. He's Mr. Truth. Uh, it came from a lab. We knew it. What the, these people, these people are awful, evil people. For the way they treated those of us that was saying this 18 months ago, they're absolutely evil people and deserve no credit for speaking what is now the truth. No credit. They deserve nothing, no pat on the back, no nothing for seeing this stuff now. Too little, too late. But that's not what I want to talk about. We'll talk about those later. I want to talk about something that I think a lot of you guys saw yesterday. And it was a news report from Fox 26. Um, they pass it over to the, the, the reporter that's out in the field. And she is set to do a story on the heat wave or something, you know. And she's talking about AC units. She starts her story by saying, hey, uh, I just want to let y'all know that Fox 26 has been lying to you, the viewer. And I'm about to blow the whistle on this place and let everybody know what a sham this network is. Watch this. As it went down in real time. Outages across the region. Fox 26 reporter Ivory Hecker is live in Montgomery County to take a look at that aspect. Thanks, guys. That's right. Before we get to that story, I want to let you, the viewers, know that Fox Corp has been muzzling me to keep certain information from you, the viewers. And from what I'm gathering, I am not the only reporter being too subjected to this. I am going to be releasing some recordings about what goes on behind the scenes at Fox because it applies to you, the viewers. I found a nonprofit journalism group called Project Veritas. It's going to help put that out tomorrow, so tune into them. But as for this heat wave across Texas, you can see what it's doing to AC units. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's not good. So that goes down yesterday, and she sits down with James O'Keefe. Y'all know about Project Veritas. I don't have to get into all that. But just in case you don't know, James O'Keefe, who runs a nonprofit organization called Project Veritas, He's in the business of exposing lies within government, within media outlets, within organizations, anything, anytime any shady stuff's going on. He was involved in exposing fraud in the 2020 election. He's all over the place. He does amazing work. Dare I say he does God's work, all right? He is a true patriot that his goal is nothing more than to seek the truth. So this lady, unprompted, I guess, reaches out to James O'Keefe. She's like, I, I've not only got a story to tell, but I got video. I got audio. I got I got all of it. And it's pretty bad. So they sat down, and James O'Keefe, earlier today, released the interview with this reporter, whose name is Ivory Hecker. And God bless her as well, because she made the conscious decision that this is such a sham and they're doing such a disservice to the American people and, and in particular their own viewers that she has to blow the whistle and, and completely give up her career. 
because that's what she did. She knew the moment she said that, her career was 100% over. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I I do want to play a good chunk of it because I think this is very important. Watch Ivory Hecker and James O'Keefe. From my experience, my newsroom kind of groups everyone into racial groups. You know, a lot of our meetings are about, well, how does this play to black people? Hecker says Fox 26 suppression of news stories many times was based on their viewer demographics. I have passed on Bitcoin stories by almost every single reporter for our five o'clock audience because that's not our five o'clock audience. So there are lots of reasons. If I know our numbers are tanking from five to six and in one particular segment, uh, you know, an older woman, whatever, I may say, yeah, then Bitcoin for poor African-American audience of five, it's probably not going to play. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. So you're going to skip the Bitcoin story just because there's black people watching your show? Oof. Oof. Seems a little racist to me. Let's be real about it. And this is this is some own my own personal research that I've done over time, um, especially in the business that I'm in. I talk to a lot of people from the the upper echelons of society to the lower ends of society. And these local news channels do play to a large African-American audience, especially older African-American audience, that live in the poorer neighborhoods. All right? And so they look to gear their programming Towards that demographic. They do studies and everything else that that show the same thing, right? But it's much more than just this one news station. This is an epidemic across the country in local news stations. Not to report the news, but to push a message. Push a message. (laughs) What's wrong? To push a message to a certain audience. I'll tell you more about that. I, I don't want to interrupt this too much. That's a choice I'm making, an editorial choice. What does she mean by that? Research is done to study who, who, what sort of demographic groups watch each newscast. And it was found that, uh, according to her, that some of our biggest audience at five is poor black people. And she has decided that poor black people don't care about Bitcoin. That seems sort of a racially charged statement to make for, on her behalf. She chose to kind of divert to the, to the story of Bitcoin herself. Hecker goes on to explain how she believes Fox 26's biases go beyond just race. It even seeps into their coverage of medicine and health in general. We have some... Now, this is good. All right. <laughs> this is good. Pay attention here. One of those examples, including a video clip of, of Dr. Stella Emanuel talking about hydroxychloroquine in July of 2020. America, you don't need to be afraid. COVID has a cure. You don't need to be afraid. COVID has prevention. If they put everybody on hydroxychloroquine right now, for those with early disease, early disease, and those that want to get prevention, I'm telling you, will stop COVID in its tracks in 30 days. Remember how those doctors were treated. They were treated like kooks, right? They had nothing to benefit. They 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 didn't have any patent on hydroxychloroquine. They didn't, they didn't have anything to gain from it other than the benefit of them knowing they helped people. 
survive COVID. That's all they were trying to do. And they were treated as monsters. They were attacked. I believe some of them even lost their medical license, but they were gone after as crazy people that were putting Americans at risk. And what do we know now? We know they were 100% right. And it's proven even more so in this interview. That story went viral July 27th. The next morning at Fox 26, someone tipped me off. This doctor's from Houston. This is our local story. Um, and we also, everyone noticed how it, it was getting censored across social media platforms like we'd never seen before. We were all stunned by that. My boss, Susan, talked about how it did not make sense that they were censoring this. Dart brought up that. Who's Dart? Oh, Dart is Susan's boss, our station president. And Dart on that call, he said, look, it's obvious why this is getting censored. President Trump said that hydroxychloroquine works. He retweeted her. And whatever he does, everyone wants to do the opposite. That's Who said what, that, that? That's what Dart said. So... And we know this to be true. You, you know why they were so against hydroxychloroquine. It wasn't because... Well, part of it was because Trump said it and everything Trump says is wrong. They went on an active campaign to make you feel like hydroxychloroquine was not only not going to help with COVID, but it would kill you if you took it. That this drug that's been around for decades that costs pennies on the dollar is going to kill you if you take it, so do not prescribe it. If you're a doctor and you try to prescribe this, we will come after you for malpractice. And a lot of doctors, if you can, if you can talk to any doctors off the record that will be 100% honest with you, ask them that question. Say, does it, does it really work? Would you have prescribed it had they let you? I think you know what the answer would be. A big part of it was that Trump promoted it. But the biggest part, the biggest part of why they attacked hydroxychloroquine and these doctors and anybody else and censored it on social media was because they could not afford to end the pandemic. The pandemic was the end-all, be-all for them to win this election. They could not go into November 3rd, 2020 with the pandemic spiraling down. They could not get to election day and have society no longer afraid of COVID-19 because the numbers had dropped out. Because people stopped dying. People stopped getting sick from it. People were being treated with this miracle drug. They couldn't have that. Why? Because they needed an excuse to change the rules so fraud could happen. They needed an excuse for why there were tons of absentee ballots coming in. For why poll watchers couldn't get close enough to make sure the vote counters weren't cheating and they needed an excuse for why Joe Biden won. Had there been no COVID-19, what would they have said that 
was the issue that Joe Biden won on. What would be the thing to convince the American people the election was fair because Joe Biden won by this? Joe Biden won because of this. They would have no reason. In reality, there was no reason for anybody to vote for Joe Biden. You don't like Trump, sit out in the election. So what happened in 2016? Hillary was so despised and so boring and so so uh, such a, a figurehead that didn't excite anybody that the Democrats didn't come out and vote for her. Joe Biden is even worse than that. So what would their excuse been? They wouldn't have had one. They had to have COVID front and center and still raging. It's why Democrat cities stay locked down for so long. They had to say, hey, look over here, it's bad. We still can't go outside. That's why hydroxychloroquine was attacked the way it was. The story aired... We talked about we talked about a recent NIH study where hydroxychloroquine was found to neither be harmful or helpful. But I added that to the story, and Susan the next day said it was a very well-rounded, great story. But after I was done putting that story together, I made a separate social media post about censorship itself, and I said, "Look, we just witnessed unprecedented censorship across the social media monopoly. Her her being censored." That's an alarming precedent that was just set. So it, this was like a, a, a turning point moment for that, you. That was a turning point for me. This, yeah. Uh, Dr. I mean, that Stella. Was, yeah. What, what became a turning point was how Fox reacted. Fox came at my throat for standing up against censorship. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they did that? Why do you think they came at you so hard? Here's the thing. From the inside, yes, there's a narrative. Yes, it is unspoken, but if you accidentally step outside the narrative, if you don't sense what that narrative is Mm -hmm. and go with it, there will be grave consequences for you. And this story with Dr. Verone is what proves that. I I asked that question because I was getting those tips from the viewers. And that that was a story, by the way, that Susan and Lee sent me there to cover the COVID treatments at that hospital. I just wasn't supposed to ask that question to cease and desist posting about hydroxychloroquine. In my opinion, you failed as a reporter to not know more if you were going to post about hydrochloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, that you didn't look it up and look at the latest post, the latest research about it. Read the articles. Read I the have. Study. There was I... a major study in the New England Journal of Medicine on July 23rd before that doctor, you know, went viral. I mean, you didn't refer to any of that. That study makes him more news. Re- I was aware of that study, which is why I posted him. What study? Because which he, study? I referenced it okay. in my story about Dr. Emanuel. She's shutting down a, a news story that's that's actually happening, and that's just that's just one of many news stories. Many uh, many stories have been shut down over the past. Uh, almost a year and I have never to this day advocated for that drug but Fox said you've got to stop being a bias this is the opposite of catering to the audience the audience was craving answers 
and then they're seeing that the news is not covering it at all. Does that build trust in the news? No, that alienates the viewers. They are left to just assume the news must be in on some sort of conspiracy because they're not answering our questions. I, I encourage you to go watch that full interview with uh, Ivory and James O'Keefe. It is on YouTube. You can just search Project Veritas, and, and it's it's right there. There, there. There's plenty more within that video, but it's absolutely shocking. And I think the takeaway, at least for me, is highlighting what the local news outlets are doing. Now, full disclaimer, I've got obviously a very good friend that is an anchor on a local TV station. This is a conversation that I have not had with her about how these people operate. And I don't think I would have that conversation with her because I don't want to feel like I'm putting her in an awkward position. Plus, she knows I've got a big mouth, so she might not tell me. But... This is something that's been going on for a long, long time. We talk about how the Democrats own social media, how they own Hollywood, how they own the music industry. But what people don't talk about is how they own local news. That according to these studies are watched by predominantly poor African-American audiences. This is a tool. This is an attempt to push this narrative upon people and say, this is the truth. This, this is what's going on. This is what you are supposed to believe. Because, hey, we're, we're your neighbors. We're, we live in your community. We're from Birmingham. We're from Houston. We're all in this together. Like We wouldn't lie to you. We're just giving you the straight news. But you see how they act behind the scenes. This is being used by Democrats to continue to brainwash certain sections of society. This is used to reinforce a narrative that they're pushing on you from 20 other angles. To embed this in your brain, to pass this down to your children... To be able to pursue this woke utopia and have you, the American citizen, not push back on it. That's why the brainwashing. You see how they treat African Americans already as it is. They treat them like second class citizens. Helpless people that can't do anything on their own. Can't get an ID, can't go buy cigarettes, can't get on a plane or in a hotel room, can't remember to bring a bottle of water when you're waiting in line to go vote, can't figure out how to vote. That's one of many things. Can't buy a car, can't get insurance. They think very poorly of black people in this country. That's why they feel they can brainwash them. That they can push this agenda on them and they'll just take it. And don't get me wrong. It's a pretty genius idea. 
But when you've got that much power, how many good ideas do you actually need? You just utilize what you got and continue to push this down people's throat. The Donald Trumps are racist. COVID-19 is going to kill you. Remember, remember how they used to report over and over and over that black people were being killed at an alarmingly higher rate of COVID. And that just because you're black, you were going to die from COVID. Remember that? It's all about fear-mongering. Now, when you break down the numbers, the number per capita for African-Americans contracting COVID might have been higher. But it wasn't related to race. It was more likely related to health. And how you were living. And could have easily, just as easily been flipped around. And white people could have been more likely to die from COVID. But it's about the narrative. And this is affecting, this local news stuff is affecting more people than we realize. Now people like you, who are watching a conservative political podcast on YouTube... You probably don't watch the local news. That's a very old school way of consuming information for a lot of people. And I get that. But there's a lot of old school people out there that still watch it every single night religiously. There are gas stations all across the state and all across the country that are playing these news briefings, these news shows, in their place of business. So as you're standing in line waiting to pay for your six-pack of Bud and liquor, uh, uh, Snickers bar, you just happen to hear the story on the TV. And all it takes is 15, 20 minutes, I mean 15, 20 seconds, for them to say a few things that's going to stick in the back of a random person's mind who isn't really paying attention to what's going on. And they think, well, I heard it on the news, so it's got to be true. And then they tell their friends they don't pay attention to the news. So on and so forth. It's a very constructed, systematic uh, procedure. It's, it's, a, it's a system of indoctrination, and they know exactly what they're doing. There's a purpose for this. Part of it's got to do with money, but most of it has to do with power. They even go on in this video talking about how the CDC was paying their station money to run COVID vaccine ads. And then they said, yeah, and then, you know, since they're the ones paying the bills, it actually started to dictate the stories that we did outside of the commercial breaks. That we would just go down the street and do a story every day on a vaccination site and remind people that they really need to go get their vaccine. So the news is now being dictated by bureaucrats at the CDC. It's all part of a bigger plan. And not enough people realize it. Again, go to Project Veritas on YouTube. I highly encourage you to watch that video in its entirety. It is very important. And and share it. I think that's a big thing you need to do is share that video and make sure Everybody you know is seeing it. 
and keep up with Project Veritas as well because they put out stuff like this all the freaking time. They have one mission and one mission only, and that is to find the truth. That's it for this edition of Over the Line. Thank y'all so much. As always, we'll be back with a brand new show tomorrow. Make sure you comment, you like, you share, you tell your mama and your daddy and your big fat granny with a hole in a penis. Until next time, see you, cool.